It's one game. It's one game, people. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to the program. Bill Michael Show on a Friday. Gloomy, nasty. I thought yesterday was bad down at Wrigley. Oh, today, oh, awful. Rain is a falling, and uh, much like uh, down there up here, it's uh, it's cold, it's flurries, it's it's just black, for lack of a better term. It's not baseball weather at all. However, it is. Uh, it was pretty nice uh, yesterday for the Masters. Today it's going to be a little bit cooler in the 50s down at Augusta. But uh, Tiger Woods set the world on fire yesterday, and no, he's not back. I mean, he's back at Augusta. But let it just just chill a little bit. Four shots off the pace. Uh, M is atop the leaderboard at five under. You got Cameron Smith at four under. Then a whole bunch. You Dustin Johnson, Neiman, Scheffler, Danny Willett. We'll get into that in a minute at three under. And then a host of guys at two under and a whole bunch of people at one under. But, uh, but Tiger uh, had a solid round. I mean, there's nothing you can say really bad. He had a couple of errant, uh, you know, tee shots. He had one putt that lipped out that was really, really close. And uh, otherwise, he might have ended up at two under and had this day in which we all would have just had kind of a chin dropper. But that's kind of the way the game of golf goes. It just sometimes it, uh, it you know, they fall. Sometimes they don't. But a big day yesterday. Big day yesterday. You've got, uh, obviously, Tiger going off this afternoon. Had uh, the more the day went on, the more the limp was visible. Um, and, you know, which is okay because the guy almost lost his damn leg. And people were making a big deal about that. The one thing that we did notice yesterday, other than the obvious little, you know, kind of hitch in the giddy-up, uh, was when he would squat down to look at putts. He, uh, you could tell that, that that he could not squat down, that there was there was an issue there. So we all saw it. It is what it is. Uh, but Tiger does not look like some decrepit old man out there. I'll tell you that. He looks like he's aged a little bit, but he doesn't look like the decrepit old man that many people thought he would look like, and he played pretty well yesterday. So what's next for Tiger? We will find out today. So what was all the discussion? Why, Ben, why are you... Uh, not allowed to work from a second floor anymore because you could jump out the damn window. What the hell was going on? I caught that at the end of the show today. Oh, God. So yesterday we were doing a little preview, and Nelson was just throwing ideas of long shots at me. And you mentioned right. Danny Willett, who had won the Masters in 2016, but right. hasn't done anything since and is by no means a great golfer. And I kind of scoffed at his idea because I thought it was a horrible take and a horrible long right. shot to pick. And then naturally he goes out and shoots 69 and he's tied for yeah. seventh or whatever. So I was hearing it this morning and we have re-upped the bet that if he gets tied for 35th or above, I owe Nelson something. And if he falls, which I think he will, then I win. But uh, 35th or above? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm putting a lot of stake into the fact of him blowing up today. But okay. he... Uh, I said that if Danny Willett wins this tournament, I'm probably going to quit my job and move out of the state <laughs> and and never talk to Nelson again. <laughs> I once lost a bet regarding the Milwaukee Brewers in a win streak and had to dye my hair blonde. So <laughs> Don't get Nelson ago. any ideas. Yeah, I'm not I had to do hair. that one time. Yeah, I had to do that one point. I'll send you a picture. It's not pretty. Oh, I've seen um, it. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. I did talk about that earlier. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, you know, 
I wouldn't move out of the state. I wouldn't plan to pack up and leave. But uh, but yeah, you'll you'll take some heat for a while, at least until the next bet that you you make pays off. You're only as bad as your next bet, and then your next bet you hope that you know that that comes to fruition. So. But, I just uh, think yeah, we caught... and all of our listeners have to join in solidarity and root against every Danny Willett shot today. Uh, I think a lot of people are rooting for him now. <laughs> now that you've made it so well known, but Willett right now, he doesn't tee off until what, uh, close to noon today? Yeah. Something like that. He he doesn't tee off till later today. Because Cameron Smith goes off later today, Willett, uh, Neiman, uh, Scheffler. Uh, goes off later today. Uh, um, some of the other more notable ones, Kevin Na, Daniel Berger, Tiger Woods, Tony Finau, they all go off later today. Hideki Matsuyama, he goes off later today. So, yeah, there's quite a few guys that uh, that, that get out later on uh, today. Uh, your leader, by the way, at 5 under M, is uh, even so far today through 5. Through 5, Dustin Johnson just teed off a little while ago. Uh, th- he's uh, at three under through two. He's even par today, even today as well as Corey Connors, the Canadian, who is a two under tied for seventh. Uh, Harold Varner the third. Harold Varner the third. <laughs> Didn't know there was a Harold Varner the third to be honest with you, but uh, he after four holes, he's one under today and he's climbed to within a couple of shots. Of the lead, Patrick Cantlay uh, is even after a couple of holes today, and it goes on down from there. So that's the way the the leaderboard kind of shapes up at the Masters. Uh, also, the Brewers yesterday, we got to talk some Brewers baseball because it was, uh, what were they, like 0 for 9, 1 for 10 or something like that with runners in scoring position yesterday. It was, as many of you put it on Twitter, it was same old, same old. It's one game. It's one game. Relax. Suddenly there were people talking about bunting. Why can't they bunt? Oh, my God. Awful. It, it just, just breathe. Brewers drop one, five to four. One for ten with runners in scoring position. It's okay. It'll get better. It'll get better. They hit the ball. They had the leadoff hitter, what, seven or eight straight innings? Something like that? Uh, yesterday, Willie Adamas, two for five. Andrew McCutcheon, two for five, scored. Rowdy Telez, two for four yesterday, scored a run. You had Christian Yelich. Uh, had he dropped more, because he was 0 for three, had the one sacrifice fly to score a run. But uh, yesterday, took a walk, had, had a better on-base percentage, had the one strikeout, had an RBI, but he was 0 for three. I'm not coming down hard on Christian Yelich. That was a kind of an excuse me pop fly down the left field line, an opposite field, where he just kind of went, and then ended up getting a, a run scoring sack out of it. But uh, nothing, nothing to see here. Just kind of wait and see what he ends up doing. It's one game. It's one three regular season at bats. It's one game. Relax. If ever look, they lost to the Cubs, so that that ramps up the anxiety. I understand it. You lost the opener. And as I said yesterday, it's opening day. It's one game. So they go 161-1. and That's ah, okay. That's all right. They still have a legitimate shot at winning 93 games by the time it's all said and done. I'm not going to panic. It's one game. <laughs> People were freaking out yesterday. 
People were freaking out. Now, what got lost in the shuffle between Tiger Mania and Brewers opening day was the fact that uh, the Bucks got a nice win last night, a pretty dominating win last night over the Boston Celtics. I mean, they, they went back and forth. Don't get me wrong. It wasn't easy, but a nice win last night, a breathable win down the stretch last night against the Boston Celtics. And the Bucks now sitting with their 50th win of the season at 50 and 30. Back at it again tonight, taking on the Detroit Pistons, and they wrap up their season on Sunday. But a nice win last night, 127-121. Uh, Drew Holiday, Giannis dropping 29 apiece last night. Drew Holiday hitting a couple big threes. Crowd going nuts on the Bobby Portis big three last night. Giannis had a couple of slams. People people out of their seats, high-fiving. It was nice. It was a, it was a good win. It was a good win. So the Bucks back in second. Uh, it is the be careful what you wish for seating. And as the Bucks put it, they're – because the Bucks they, they can't get the number one seat. They can't get the number one seat at this point. This is where – this is the best they can be. Well, I take that back. Yes, they can't. They with two games remaining tonight and then again on Sunday. They could tie for the top spot uh, with the Miami Heat. But uh, but the Heat, as far as the Heat goes, uh, they got the Atlanta Hawks coming up. That's later on tonight. So the Heat have the Hawks, and then they round out their season uh, with the uh, Orlando Magic on the road against Orlando. The Hawks are, are down in Miami tonight. And then on Sunday, they've got the Orlando Magic to round things out. So... We'll see what happens there, but uh, right now it's like just, you know, get your good seating. Uh, you're going to probably at some point face a pretty decent team, let's be honest. And as the old adage goes, you got to beat the best to be the best. And right now, uh, for many intensive purposes, um, you've got to the Bucks. they're still the best. Until somebody knocks the crown off, they're still the team to beat because they're healthy, they're playing some good basketball, um, they've snapped the they've snapped the losing streak from the ugly game they had last Friday, and then the other other game they had on Sunday against Dallas. They've won back to back games now. They beat up on Chicago. They beat up on Boston. Two teams that are heading to the postseason. So I I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried about it. Good stuff. Good stuff. So that's the way things shake out today on a Friday on a drizzly, snowy, flaky, craptastic Friday. By the way, uh, it was supposed to be cold down at uh, Augusta. And today, uh, it is now above, it's like 59 or 61. It was 59 a little while ago, but the sun is out. Uh, The clouds are pretty much parted. Things look pretty good. There's even some bystanders floating around, some uh, spectators floating around with short sleeves on. So I would assume that the weather is better than what was predicted. And uh, so good for the Masters. And it's also very good to see blue skies again. I have no idea when where we're going to see blue skies again. I saw that it's going to warm up over the weekend. Come Sunday, it's going to get nicer. But we may see a, a few glimpses of the sun and then clouds move back in. And there, the, the weatherman today is like, and then a warming trend coming. And I'm thinking to myself, this is great. So I watched it through the commercial break. And I had my, my Red Bull this morning and a water this morning. And I'm just sitting there like salivating with anticipation. And I went through all the craptastic commercials that they have about all kinds of different things for your blood and for, you know, going to a, a nursing home and things that are going to make me pee better and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is great. I can't wait. Only to have them say, yeah. It's going to be 64 degrees on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and it's going to rain like crazy. So it, it was, you know, it was seriously anticlimactic. Um, 
1670. Ted says, I'm from Illinois, but I am rooting for the Bucks to win it all. I think they can add, I think they have the best team. There you go. Um, oh yeah, by the way, I, I didn't I didn't throw that in there. I'm sorry. Whenever you say if you want to beat a man, you gotta beat the man. Woo! I didn't throw in the, the Ric Flair woo. Sometimes when I do it, I tend to break up and the uh, the sound begins to warble very badly and, and break apart. So I don't woo real loud. But there are times when I woo around the house. I will woo in the shower. I will woo when I park my car without hitting the dry, the driveway, uh, the side of the garage door. I will woo then. I will woo when I pop over, open my first beer after the program today. I will woo over a good cigar. But I don't do it as much on the microphone because I tend to break up when I do it. It's that kind of day today. Get ben, to anything else, show? <laughs> ben, anything else to add, to add to the open today? I don't think so. Have we complained yet about council taking Burns out after five innings? No, no. I got more. I, I swear to God to you, I got more of the when can we start complaining about not bunting emails oh and God. tweets than I did anything else. I swear to God. Now, I swear think I God. stand on bunting a little differently. I don't think teams should ever bunt, but it's hilarious that it's the first day and we're already questioning that. Yeah. People were already on that yesterday. Uh, I'm like, come on. Are the Brewers come postseason on. hopes dead? 877-867-1670. Doom and gloom. No more sunshine coming from Ben Kenny as he nervously bites his nails. Whether or not Willett is going to make the top 35. Stay tuned. We got more of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back to the program. Bill Michael's show. We continue on. Glad you're with us today. Thanks so much. As always, appreciate you joining us. As, um, by the way, got a little history for you regarding the Masters. We'll do that here in just a second. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at uh, Bud Light, Bud Light Seltzer and such. And if you want to... Uh, Refresh your weekend, so to speak. Make it a Bud Light. And they've got the hard sodas now. They have got, in addition to that, they have got the cherry cola. And they've got the orange sodas. So many things going on. And and also, don't forget, a week from yesterday. So we're less than a week away now. As we get ready for the Brewers home opener. Brewers home opener coming uh, next Thursday. Going to be live down at Stenny's at the live day, opening day broadcast for at home. Brought to you by Budweiser, the official beer sponsor of the uh, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network and the official beer sponsor of Major League Baseball. So uh, looking forward to that. So the uh, uh, a Masters story. Ben, do you know why the caddies wear white? No. Here's a little history. Uh, back in 1940, 1940, Augusta started their their tournament, but it was for the members they started their members tournament and then president and tournament co-founder. I think his name is Cliff Roberts. If I remember correctly, 
uh, said that it was a prestigious club and they wanted them, one of the caddies, to wear something similar, to be, quote, in uniform. So they were wearing blue denim, almost like bib overalls, with a green cap. And that's what they started out wearing. Blue. Can you imagine being down at the, down there for the tournament in hot weather wearing blue denim, bib overalls? Can't imagine it. However, as time went on, and they finally got to the Masters of that tournament in 1950, he said they wanted a more uniform look, a clean, pristine look. And that's when the white jumpsuit came about. And that then was made primarily of denim as well. It was a white denim suit. Uh, Now, today, the suits are lighter material, 65% polyester, 35% cotton, wrinkle-resistant. They wanted to make them brighter, and they wanted to make them wrinkle-resistant so everyone looked uniform and, and, and crisp and clean. And the caddies are not allowed to wear them buttoned down more than a quarter. So if you're a caddy, you can't, like, unzip it all the way down and let the air in all the way down to your your waist or anything. You are supposed to keep them buttoned up at least to what would be the length of a quarter-zip jacket, no less. Uh, Otherwise, you will either be asked to button them back up or you will be removed from the grounds. How about that? Can you imagine Tiger Woods' caddy going, ah! So, because you saw, like, yesterday, he had it unzipped pretty much mid-tummy. And then later in the tournament, you saw it button back up. They asked him to move it up. Didn't know that. Didn't know the tournament directors would do that. But sure enough, they did. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. Um, this is from Brett who says, On the bright side, if the Brewers go out and lose 61 more games, they're still going to win 100 games. Think about that. Uh, Jeff says, why the jumpsuit? Why not pants and a shirt? They look like they work in a science lab or a production factory or something. Uh, I don't know. Why not just put them out there in white lab coats? Who knows? The jumpsuit is a clean look, I guess. I don't know. It's better than the denim bib overalls I used to wear, I guess. Um, This one's from my buddy Bob who says, uh, break them up. The Reds are in first place. <laughs> So that's what you got to look forward to. A Reds team that is just craptastic stinks on ice. And uh, <laughs> you're going to go ahead and, and claim that as your, your claim to fame. Oh, I love it. No, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> the National League Central currently being led by three teams. The Reds, the Cardinals, and the Cubs all in first place. Milwaukee dead last behind Pittsburgh. <laughs> oh man yeah the uh the pirates by the way got beat nine to nothing you talk about starting out your season terrible nine to nothing Oof. not a good way to go not a good the the cardinals got a win nine to nothing obviously and uh then the reds six to three they knocked off atlanta in their opener and as we all know, the Cubs got to win 5-4, to four, so that's the way things shake out in the uh, National League Central. There's your update. <laughs> Cracks me up. Break up the Reds, are in first. 
Get off your computer. You're never allowed to hit enter again. There you go. Um, this is from Brett. Brett says, uh, I love watching the Masters, but I cannot wait to watch Brewers baseball today. Nothing like wa- watching baseball in the snow. It's not snowing. I mean, maybe it is down in Chicago. I don't know. I saw it was raining down there earlier, but it's not snowing like hard. But I agree. We, we talked about this time and again. We've already beat that dead horse, so I'm not going to keep kicking it. Not worth it at this point. Oh, the other the other thing that went crazy yesterday, Twitter world went crazy when Tiger dropped the F-bomb. Now, did you hear that, Ben? Absolutely. Oh, Tiger dropped it. the F-bomb yesterday, yeah. Somebody said, nature is now healing. <laughs> the big Twitter bomb of the day was when Tiger dropped the F-bomb and it went viral. As and an, there was story. Yeah. As an audio guy who obviously has to watch out for curse words going over the air, I love right. how as soon as you hear the curse word, it cuts off because they're always a second late to the dump button. Right. Yep. The uh, the F bomb was dropped. Live coverage at the Masters. Tiger hits his second approach shot, hits the front of the green. He's like, yes. And then next thing you know, it had the backspin. It trickled back down the front, back at, down into the fairway, and you you hear the F off. Ah, F off. To the uh, to the crowd, well, to himself, really, but it was loud. And here's the 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 most shocking thing of all: it's not that he said it; it's that people are shocked he said it. Have you not followed Tiger throughout your career? Tiger, for as pristine and as uppity and on a pedestal as he puts himself, Tiger is in the weeds, man. Tiger is he, he he's a partier. He's, uh, he's, uh, uh, well, he's a hound. He, you know, he lives his life on the edge. We all know that. And he will drop F-bombs with the best of them. He just does. And for people going, can you believe Tiger said that? Oh, my God. I can't believe Tiger. Yeah, well, then you haven't watched Tiger. You haven't caught many. That's probably the reason for any golf tournament that he's in. They invented the dump button was because of Tiger Woods. That man drops more F-bombs than I do, which is hard to believe, but he does. But, uh, yeah, Tiger set the world on fire yesterday when they dropped the F-bomb. So, Oh, boy. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the program, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to hit us up on Twitter, do it at Bill underscore Michaels, at Bill underscore Michaels. You can find us over on the Facebook fan page. Go to Facebook.com slash The Bill Michaels Show. And a YouTube, great way to watch the uh, watch the program, listen to the program, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, it notifies you when we're coming on the air. It's that good. Hit us up over on YouTube. Go to YouTube.com. Slash Bill Michaels, M I C H A E L S, Bill Michaels Show. Put all the words together, you're good to go. Find us on Twitch TV, email the program as well. And as many of you, as many of you have done, uh, you can find us over now and listen to the show almost at any time you want on uh, Spotify, Apple iTunes, and on Google Podcasts. Uh, just look up the Bill Michaels Show over there on all those platforms as well, wherever you get your, your fun and favorite frivolity when it comes to a uh, podcast. Love it there. Uh, this is from Mark. Mark says, uh, it was great to see Tiger playing again. I, I too noticed the limp. Uh, if he is right there on the leaderboard on the final round, what do you think the ratings will be? We were talking about this the other day. I got to think that 
if Tiger is near the leaderboard on Sunday, it will be an all-time rated Masters. If he is, and especially if he stays within a shot or two down the stretch. Now, that is way and drastically cart before the horse. Way ahead. Because he's got to get through today. We The one thing about Tiger, ever since that Thanksgiving night when Elon beat the hell out of the Escalade with a, club, with a golf club, ever since that night, um, he has not really consistently put together four rounds of golf. He's done it a couple times. He's won some tournaments, don't get me wrong, but not the way he used to. So to just assume that Tiger had a good opening day and he's going to be there would be erroneous because we have seen him get off to a really good start and then just completely collapse. Have a day where he's spraying the ball all over the golf course. He can't get out of jail. He's in the weeds. He's in the pine straw, whatever, and he just it's he's just not making shots. So for as good as he was yesterday and as good as his putter was yesterday, except for that one lip out, um, today could be a day in which he shoots four over and he ends up missing a cut. So let's not put the cart before the horse. It's great to hope because it would be great for the it would be great for the game it would be great for viewership it would be great for just spirit in general for those that love uh reclamation stories or comeback stories it it would be fantastic but i am not going to put the card before the horse at this point let's just hope he gets through today and kind of go from there now it is worth saying that it's going to get a lot harder and a lot windier which will only yes. help guys like him and your bubble yes. watson and dudes that have well, won that strike the ball extremely well right on second approach, on second shots. Yep. The problem with Tiger when it's the wind, we know Tiger has a propensity to spray his driver. So if he starts spraying the driver and he's three rows deep into the pine straw, yeah, he's not getting out of jail anytime soon because that course is unforgiving in that particular area. So if he's driving, and yesterday he did, he he was hitting a lot of fairways, which which was one of the reasons that he played such good golf. So if he if he does that then things are going to be fine. If he doesn't, then boy, oh boy, things can get ugly really, really quick. Uh, let's do this. Stay tuned. we got a whole lot more of the Bill Michael Show coming up right after this. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome back. Good Friday to you. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Quick Trip. And Quick Trip, grilling season almost upon us. If you are uh, going to stop into Quick Trip, they have those bacon-wrapped fillets, the pork fillets, and which are fantastic. I mean, those things, yeah, boy, real deal. So if you're looking for something from Quick Trip to uh, go and grill, I suggest you uh, give them a shot. However, if you would like something different, they have all kinds of stuff for your uh, for your tailgate, whatever it happens to be. All kinds of good stuff. They have got, uh, right now, they've got the brats. They've got ground beef for burgers. I'm not kidding. All kinds of things to grill out. The hot dogs are there as well, the buns, all the condiments. In addition to that, you can also uh, stop into the beer cave, get some more uh, goodies, if you will. Get some more goodies for your uh, for your tailgate. So plenty of things, plenty.
plenty of things to grab when it comes to a quick trip. Oh, yeah. I was in there today. As a matter of fact, got some breakfast sandwiches. Had to stop. I grabbed a couple of five-hour energies. I was. I needed gas. Stopped and got gas. Grabbed a couple of five-hour energies. Just dragging today. I think it's the weather. And then grabbed a, uh, a breakfast sandwich for myself and Kristen and uh, headed home. But it was it was it was like a gathering today too, which was pretty cool. A lot of people there. Just, hey, Bill, how you doing? It was good. It was good. It was a lot of fun. I can't say that about many places that I go to, but Quick Trip's always nice, always good time. Uh, Steve says the Brewers are not going to be good this year. Uh, tell me why. Tell me why. It's easy to predict doom and gloom because that will come true more often than not. So tell me why. Don't just don't, don't just give me that. And then you come back and go, I told you so. No, you haven't told me anything yet. Other than you don't think they'll be good. But tell me why. Is it because of injury or because you just don't feel they're that good? Give me a little more insight than that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Tell me why. Tell me why you don't think they are going to be good. I want to know. I'm, I'm anxious to find out what your opinion is and why you think that that is not going to be a good, uh, a good baseball team. Always, in, always intrigued. Always intrigued by that. Uh, 877-867-1670, uh, Anthony says, I think the Brewers are going to win 93 games. No fret from yesterday. They lost by one on the road. <sighs> Losing by one on the road in baseball really doesn't matter. You know, it, it just, um, it, it really doesn't. That's not a that's not a thing. You know, it's not like losing by one on the road as an NBA team. You know? That 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 matters. You lose by one, oh my goodness. On the road, hard hard fought game, crowd was against you, place was going crazy. That's one thing. That's one thing. Uh, losing by one on the road in, in baseball, yeah, no, it, it that really doesn't matter. That's uh, that's a yawner. Who cares? Who cares? Again, it's not like you're going against, you know, the crowd and the place is crazy and, and you know, it's it's just not, it, it's not the same. Baseball is a different animal. Um, Ronald says, I really worry about them leaving men on base, same as they were last year. Uh, Robin says, really think that the Brewers – Need more punch in their hitting lineup. Uh, one more slugger needed, and that should help them get to the World Series. Uh, and Doc says, uh, one game, Steve. People need to chill. I agree. It's one game. It's the Cubs. It's opening day. There's a lot of anxiety there. That's what it is. I'm not overly concerned about it. The whole thing about getting one more bat in the lineup, I understand that. Your bat, let's be honest, between you, me, and the fence post, your bat, that big bat in the lineup, that's Christian Yelich. That's this year. That's what matters. That's where our attention is. Christian Yelich has to perform. He has to. 
or he's a 20-something million dollar sinkhole. That's why it's important for him to, to have a good season. Period. Correct me if I'm wrong. It's it's that's what it is. Eight seven seven eight six six. I mean, if you look at the rest of this lineup yesterday, Colton Wong led off one for five, scored a run, had one strikeout. Willie Adams two for five, had an RBI, couple of strikeouts, but had an RBI. McCutcheon two for two to start the game, when ended up two for five, scored a run yesterday. Picked up where he left off from uh, spring training, as a matter of fact. Still batting 400. It's only one game, so who cares? Rowdy Telez, two for four yesterday. Struck out twice. Couple of knocks. By the way, he would have scored had he not had a beer wagon attached to his ass. He did end up scoring on the sacrifice, though. Scored a run. Hunter Renfro, one for four yesterday. Narvaez, only time he was up, took a walk. Tyrone Taylor, 0 for 1. Caratini, 1 for 1, had the had the double. Lorenzo Kane, 1 for 3 yesterday. Had a couple of R's, had one strikeout. Didn't look bad. Peterson, Brousseau, neither one of those guys had a knock yesterday. But 10 hits out of the Brewers. 10 hits. Usually 10 hits will plate you more than four runs. I mean, the Cubs had eight hits and plated five. They came timely. Brewers did not hit a long ball yesterday. Horner hit one yesterday for the Cubs. Corbin Burns left that hanging. That was it. That was in the fifth. One out and one on. Hit the two-run shot. And that kind of burst that bubble regarding Corbin Burns. But Christian Yelich was your big O for yesterday. In the top of that lineup, everybody around him hit. Wong, Adamas, McCutcheon, Telez, Renfro. Everybody else hit. He had the sacrifice, and he had a walk. I'll take the walks all day long. Only had the one strikeout. But, uh, and again, it's one game. One game. That's it. But that's, that's where you, when you say you need another bat in the lineup, that's your bat. That's your bat. Now, this year, if let's just say that um, Christian Yelich does not hit well, okay? Let's just say Christian Yelich does not hit well, similar to what he did last year when he got off to a really slow start and didn't start hitting until he really got to the mid-portion of July. Okay. I would not hesitate if, say, you get a month and a half into this thing and he's struggling and he's hitting 220, two. Put him down in the put him down in the lineup. I, it's not a slap in the face anymore. It's a it's about a guy that is held under the third spot for a year and a half and has not produced. So I would not have a problem putting him down in the lineup and bolstering your lineup punch that way. But it's one game, so let's relax. Let's wait and see. Wait till he gets. 30 or 40 at-bats under his belt, 50 at-bats under his belt, and you start to kind of look at things a little bit differently. It's one game. 877-867-1670. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. 
As you can see outside, it's premium baseball weather. You're watching on the Bud Light live stream. Yeah, it's snowing. Snowing at a, quite a clip now. Ah, <laughs> uh, blech. Uh, and you're not going to be doing much riding this weekend. That's for damn sure. But if you want to go out and just feel like it's going to get warmer and feel like you're going to be out there on the freedom of the road at some point, go to Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com, Highway 67 in Oconomowoc, a, uh, a slew of pre-owned bikes. I mean, a whole bunch on the showroom floor. They continue to get new bikes in on a daily basis. And they've got the summer fashions, if you will, starting to come in in the new motor clothes. Whether it's the leathers, jackets, they got some pretty cool new jackets too. As a matter of fact, it's the thing about it is, I just bought a couple of the really nice Harley Davidson nylon jackets, and then they get these new ones in. I'm like, oh god, I gotta have that. And then those come in, and uh, I just I I can't, you know. So anyway. Uh, but I'm going to end up buying one. I know I am. And I'm going to get out there and probably get one this weekend just for the fact that I want to get it before the sizes are gone. So head on out. Head on out. Head on out to uh, Highway 67 in Oconomowoc, just south of 94. That's WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com. So uh, this one's from Richard who says, Yelly should be moved down in the lineup until he actually starts to produce. It is... I don't know if I move him down. I think what you do is you give him that confidence to say, yeah, you're going to be in the lineup. We're going to try to put guys around you to protect you a little bit. McCutcheon's hitting the ball. We're going to stick him near you. You look at that lineup and you say, yeah, you know what? We can do this. We can do this. I'm good with that. Um, because you got Adamas ahead of him. Uh, put it this way. It was four for ten around him on either side. They were four for ten with a run scored and a couple of RBI. He was the O for the bunch. So you 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 kind of keep him there to protect him a little bit, and maybe he sees some better pitches, and if then that becomes the case, maybe he begins to hit. I would agree with that. But if you get to save 50 at-bats and he's still not looking like Yelich, then I would not have a problem moving them down. This whole thing about this whole thing about well, his confidence and it, who cares anymore? Who cares? That would be a year and a half into a bad batting average, a bad OPS, no power. Who cares? There's no more excuses for that. He's a twenty million dollar paperweight. But again, it's one game. You hope you hope he pulls out of it. You know, it's one game. Come on. You know, it's a beer, right? It's a beer. I mean, if you if, if this is your – we'll say if, if the baseball season is going out to a bar, it's a couple of drinks out of your first beer. You don't get wasted. Come on. You just hang on. I'm trying to put it in the vernacular that we in the upper Midwest, Wisconsinites, will understand. And I'm sure at home you're going, oh, you're right. You're right. Right? Okay, we're good. <laughs> Steve says tough task for Woodruff and Burns to put up last year's numbers will Adamas uh, perform like he did last year and losing Garcia's production has me a little bit nervous um, what, the, the pitching staff I agree with it's going to be tough for them to put up their numbers but I also think that their offense got better um, when Urias comes back they have completely solidified third base I think their catching battery is solid 
Um, uh, Rowdy Telez makes when he hits the ball, he makes great contact. Uh, it's 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 all or nothing with Rowdy Telez, but he makes pretty much great contact all the time. Um, and I think their outfield is deep. I think their bullpen is solid. So I agree with you about the pitching staff. It may not end up being the same, but I think this team can score more runs. But remember, and what did I say at the beginning of the season, before they ever took a swing, before they ever came out of the dugout yesterday, what is the number we pay attention to? Say it with me, gang, 4.2. 4.2 runs per game. You need to score 4.2 runs per game consistently to win a lot of baseball. Yesterday they were four. 4.2. Keep that in mind. Cubs were over four. When you get to over four runs a game consistently, you're gonna win a lot of you're gonna win a lot of games. And I'm not uh, I'm not Fred because yesterday they hit the ball. They got the leadoff runner on. You know, now if this if if this persists, certainly for those of you screaming about bunting and fundamentals and trying to get guys, uh, you know, 90 bases to advance and say, absolutely, absolutely, because then it'll become prevalent. But for one game, I'm not jumping on that bandwagon. I'm not going there. I just enjoyed baseball. Couldn't, I mean, it sucked they lost to the Cubs. It sucked they lost on opening day. All of that frivolity and pageantry and everything that goes along with it, it sucks. I get it. Understand it completely. Understand it. But it's one game. Again, it's one game. Uh, Mark says, what did you think yesterday with uh, The Rock with Levering? Um, I, you know what? I, there is, I, I said this. I was on with uh, our, our buddy Ernie in Viroqua this morning. I said this earlier today. Um there is a flair, a comfort, and an easy listenability to Brian Anderson and to Bob Euchre. It's not knocking either broadcaster. You know, I love Bill Schroeder. He's always great. Um, it's not knocking Jeff Levering. Um, it, it's just there. there is a, a an age today of broadcasters that all sound like this. Here we go. You know, they all sound like that. And there is no storytelling, picture painting ability. Uh, the, uh, I, I can't explain it. I enjoyed the broadcast. I didn't have a problem with it. Many people did. Uh, I guess, at least according to those that I was watching on Twitter. But, and I shouldn't say many, because I, I I really don't know. I, I don't know if you loved it or hated it. I've just had more than a few people that have brought it up to my attention. So I, I, I'm probably being overly dramatic here. But I, again, it's, it's, it's kind of like saying, you know, well, you're dating somebody new and you're really not as into them as you were the person prior to them. You know what I mean? It, it either one, it's either going to take you a while or two, they just don't have that same flair. That you, they don't trip the trigger for you. It's a it's a good relationship. Everything about it you love. But it's not, you know what I mean? So that might be the way it is. I mean, Brian Anderson and Bob Euchre have a certain flair to them, a certain charm to them, a certain story storytelling, picture-painting ability to them. And it may just take a little time to get into that groove because you're only going to get Brian Anderson for about 50 games this season. So it's understandable. It's understandable. That quick, one hour down, three to go on a Friday. 
And if I just I just leave the camera on outside for those watching on the Bud Light live stream. And if you want to watch, go to YouTube.com and subscribe. YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. And you can subscribe and uh, the video will pop up. But it is uh, it's snowing. Not that the ground's covered. It's a wet, cold blech kind of day. But, yeah, can you just imagine baseball flying around today, boy? <laughs> nope. It'll happen later. But, nope. Got snow today. Yeah. All right. One hour down. We got three yet to go. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends out at Skipper Buds. All kinds of boats, pontoons. I see them rolling in up past the house damn near every day. Get a hold of our buddy Todd out there at Skipper Buds. Great place. 262-544-1200. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. The Bill Michael Show Podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.